Hey, I got like five minutes before it gets rude. <laughs> <laughs> Rome, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. How are you? Good. Good. I'm good. Jake? I'm doing well. And if this only has five minutes, AC, can you uh, just let's get this started? I, you know. Um, just we don't have to rush started. for me. Well, no, I mean, why not? Because? Let's rush. Steph, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, if for a second, I can hear you all, but I hear you guys now. Okay, well, Stephanie, welcome to the program. Welcome. Yeah, thank you guys Hello. for having me. Hey. Uh, all right, so I'm hosting this one. Yeah, just because um, you got all yeah. the, yeah, you got all the, you got the notes. Yeah, I, so I will, uh, I'll start. AC, you were texting mad shit, by the way, that I had no idea what you were talking about. Like Wait, 99% of what you guys were talking about in the chat, I have no idea what's going on. So you're going to have to explain that's, hell of things. That's even better. That, I mean, that, right? that's yeah, great. That's, that's, that's what we call right, content. All right, Jake, are, Jake, Jake, are you recording? Uh-huh. All right, cool. So, welcome. Wait, none of that was recording? Oh, I just killed you. No, it all was recorded. It all was recorded. I'm always, I record the moment the call gets on. (laughs) You got to, okay, sorry, go ahead. All right, let me try that again. No. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic. Oh, wow. Wait, you got to use that one. <laughs> you gotta talk through it. You saw how like uh, Anna yeah. Wintour was doing this interview. This has all gotta be part of the welcome. Anna Wintour was doing this interview, uh, and the interviewer kept asking her about Flotus, and she was responding about Michelle Obama as her Flotus and like what style, what kind of a style icon she was, whatever. And then the interviewer kept trying to get her to talk about uh, whatever Melania, Melania. That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. Melania, and she kept just like plowing through the interviewer, interrupting her to just talk about. Uh, Michelle Obama and it was amazing and she's like yeah Michelle Obama like my icon I was like bro and it was just such a good interview you got it anyways that reminded me of this that's gonna be me like months or years down where I'm just gonna talk only about Iron Man 3 Mandarin anytime you ask over (laughs) (laughs) oh no we're not gonna do it let's not compare all right I I am 3 Mandarin (laughs) AC let's get that let's get that intro okay what that Welcome. was the intro. I know it's <laughs> Nitz, 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 you can't Nitz, Nitz, you can't do the thing where you include like us screwing around as the intro and acknowledge that that's what we're doing. It ruins it if you acknowledge that that's what's going on. There isn't like a magic effect here. People don't and... even be fooled. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast, the podcast where we go through all of the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we are not going through a movie today because there's no movies right now, but, 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 we got an announcement from San Diego Comic-Con this past weekend about what Phase 4 is going to be, so we had to come together and we had to have a conversation about this. First, um, our wonderful producer, Jake Christie, is in the house. Jake, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, we also have 2019 NBA champion Jerome Cheng here. 2019 NBA champion. Can Jerome we relax? How are you? you this, is a, this is a basketball side <laughs> zone. <laughs> the thing is, what I asked to be referred to that way, it was really only because Nitz couldn't make it to that episode. Wait, you asked? Like, oh, yeah. Did you yeah. that way? Well, so clearly Nitz doesn't <laughs> listen to the pod she's not on. 
Yeah. I don't listen to the pod. <laughs> so that's what Spider-Man Far From Home was, us calling that's, him 2019 NBA yeah, champion yeah, Jerome is, like, We even got Michael Smith to call him that. Oh, that's yeah. amazing and yeah. hurtful, but... Yeah, and, and that, the that, fact that, that like you didn't mention anything, I was like, she definitely didn't listen to the episode, but that's all good. <laughs> like she was gonna I find love out how, right now. And sometimes with the mailbag too, this is so rude. I'll drop random things, or I'll tell someone like, "Yo, I love that you guys did this new bit," and they're like, "No, nah, we've been doing that for like six months." <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm sorry. And that, okay, and, I'm shutting up now. And, well, well, what's funny enough is that voice you hear in the background is the artist known as Nitsan. Nitsan back from the quantum realm. What's happening? Hey, only for a little bit. I feel so yeah. bad. I missed y'all. But, it's, you know. It's all good. It's good. To, it's good to hear you here again. And, of yeah. course, we have a special guest joining us tonight. We have Stephanie Williams, who writes for sci-fi.com. Also, she has an extensive knowledge of, of all comic books, which I appreciate. And also, on top of that, she has one of the best Twitter accounts out there. Steph, oh, welcome to the program. Uh, How are you? Hey, um, a lot of pressure, but thank you. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's a safe space here. We like to have a lot of fun around here. Is so, that a safe space? Absolutely. Right. It always is. Always <laughs> is. So, let's just jump right into this. Phase four has been announced. Kevin Feige, with essentially a huge mic drop on Saturday night. And I think we were uh, we were all kind of surprised at how much we got in terms of announcements of the films and the Disney Plus stuff. So I think we'll start with like the new we'll start with like the new characters that we're going to see in some of these movies. We'll get to Black Widow a little bit later. I don't know how much time we'll spend on it, but we'll get to it a little bit later. But I did want to talk particularly about the Eternals and Shang Chi to start. Uh, Stephanie, we are not exactly. Uh, hip to those characters they're relatively new being introduced here how would you describe them and what did you think about uh those movies being announced and and your your expectation level for them and please use the phrase hip to when you're doing it (laughs) yes please Please. use hip that's, yeah. that's use use hip as many that. times as you can for AC. <laughs> it sake. just reminds me of when AC calls us hipsters for not making yeah. it. So. He's like, I'm not hip like the kids, and I'm like, bro, you're like five years older than us. <laughs> I'm so, also older than AC, and he calls me a hipster. <laughs> that's wild. Wild. So, um,. First off, I was excited because the Eternals, um, to me, for Marvel, is like the new guys for DC. And, of course, that makes sense because it's, both of them were created by Jack Kirby. So I'm on board. I was not expecting the uh, the cast to be as diverse as it is. When I saw mm-hmm. Brian um, Tyree Henry announced, that's when yeah. I decided to pay attention. That's actually so I planned on ignoring all of SDCC, right? I was just going to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, my, my business, and then Bless. I saw that news, right, of, mm. uh, <laughs> of Brian um, Kyrie Henry, and I was like, wait a minute, okay, um, so that and then Angelina Jolie, but the Eternals, um, hmm, they're just dope. <laughs> like, I really don't have any. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, he has a run uh, because unfortunately, Kirby's run is only 19 issues. I highly suggest reading that if you just kind of want to get to know them. Um, it's dense because it's Kirby, but Neil Gaiman does a really great job of bringing them a little bit more current in his run. Um, but okay. this is not 
the um wow i forgot uh black boat in them who are they the um oh the the inhumans so this is not that and i saw a couple people like kind of mentioning them i'm like no this is definitely not that so don't worry about anybody having a bad wig or any of that so (laughs) this this should um this should be fun um if you are a fan of the new guys then more than likely you're probably a fan of the eternals like this brings more space stuff into uh the marvel universe um multiverse and all of that speaking of well, I guess we'll get to Doctor Strange, but um, it's something to look forward to. Like, this opens up a new um, sector of the Marvel Universe that I can't wait for them to bring to the big screen. Very uh, wait, I got a question sure. for you. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for us for us peasants that maybe don't know nothing <laughs> about the Eternals, um, like, give, like, a two-sentence so, like, synopsis. They? Yeah, who the hell are they? <laughs> All right. I'm mean, trying to, like... <laughs> I was trying to, okay, don't worry, Nick. So, same, same. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, not to be a plebeian over here, but... uh No, uh, I got you. Okay, let me figure out how to... So, they are not of Earth, of course. Um, are you guys familiar with the Celestials? Yes. Like, okay, so... A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they're not them, but they're, like, in that bracket. So, um, they're not the Titans like Thanos, but they're a tier above. Um, and basically they okay. end up so they, they they were here on earth or whatever and warm with um, I don't know this other uh, alien race that I can't I'm blanking on the name right now but they end up like some years later um, that race comes back and the Eternals are, are needed because if you know we don't have them then the earth is screwed right high stakes so they are your um, hmm I don't know, like elevated X Men, but like okay. way stronger, and they don't have to deal with the Charles Xavier type. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you're saying that they're they're stronger than Thanos, though, is the premise? Yes. Okay. So they're right. They're um. Yeah, they're like right up there with the Celestials, if uh, not higher, but like right there. So they're like super fucking strong. So how Did they about, cover? Like, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about relative to Captain Marvel? Just because when we got introduced to Captain Marvel, at least in the world of the uh, MCU, she was supposed to be the most powerful, but it sounds like she's already going to be usurped by the Eternals. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Right, okay. Damn, that's an, that's interesting. Jake, did you have any thoughts on the on the casting as far as the the um, is concerned? Yeah, I I think it's I really love how diverse of a cast it is, just because like the Eternals just by their nature of like being eternal and they sound so stupid like their race is not that important it's not like no one can be like well uh one of the eternals is from you know iowa so they have to be white like you can't you know say that um, right. uh i'm not just a, wait yeah. just wait yeah i know <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of angelina jolie that uh, as an actress but you know she's good um i don't know how i feel about camille nanjiani being buff um but the rest of it i mean um, Richard Madden, I think, is really good, and I'm surprised he hasn't gotten any more leading man roles since Game of Thrones. So, I, I mean, I think they know what they're doing, and I think that, uh, I, like I said, it's really nice to see, like, even Brian Tyree Henry, it's nice to see him in more serious roles, um, because... Yeah, uh, shout like, out I, to Paperboy. Exactly. I mean, I was actually literally going to say, you see, don't see him in more serious roles, so people just stop just calling him Paperboy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I do like the cast, and I think that um, 
I think that as long as they, as long as they make sure Angelina Jolie doesn't get like too in her own like artsy fartsy head, yeah. then I think that uh, like she, they need to like make sure she doesn't be at, like weird the movie. If Marvel up too does much. anything well, it it gets serious actors not being serious. Yeah, and I think that this is going to be her biggest are, challenge. Those are this is going to be their kind of buy in that way. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this is going to be their biggest I challenge yet. But I think that uh, I think they probably can do it. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be interesting for sure. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing kind of a a new fresh story and this iteration of the MCU, the Infinity Saga. It, it's nice to get something, some something new and fresh, and continuing on with that theme, uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And I don't know if you guys can hear my smile when I say the Legend of the Ten Rings because it means we're getting the Mandarin, the real Mandarin, not that. Sham and Iron Man 3. We're getting the real, real Mandarin. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, Stephanie, as far as Shang-Chi is concerned, if you had to describe the character and uh, your level of interest uh, coming into the the movies, uh, was it February of 2021? Um, I read some of the stuff that you uh, suggested for me, and I was really interested in the character, so I'm kind of looking forward to see him, seeing him on the big screen. Uh, what are your thoughts on Shang-Chi coming to the uh, Also, screen? maybe describe what the story is for us other people that still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, so, he's um, ooh, Well, I don't know how much of a story I'll be able to, to describe to you because his story is, I don't want to say not, not all over the place, but like I know him most from um, Heroes from Hire. So uh, he ran with the crew of Misty Knight and... Mm-hmm. Um, Colleen Wing or whatever and uh, Tigra and a couple other people that I'm blanking on right now but that's what I'm most familiar with him in that and he is kind of um, like your Bruce Lee-esque character right so I'm excited because um, this is what we probably should have got before Iron Fist um, but we didn't but whatever it's fine yeah. um, alternatively I'm we shouldn't have gotten to... Iron Fist mm-hmm. at all yeah, but I mean, that, that too in a perfect universe. But he is um, literally the master of Kung Fu. And um, like I said, like I've really known him not as like a B or C character, but in the group settings. Um, he showed up a lot in Marvel Knights. So again, like that's a series where, you know, they would pair a couple characters together and they would just go fight and do their thing. But I, I normally see him on the ground level. So with your Luke Cage's, um, your Daredevils, Iron Fist, Misty Knight, and so on. So I'm actually really looking forward to um, this because I want to see the Mandarin and also just to get to know him a little better because I just feel like a lot of people hear this character and it's like, who the hell is that? And like, if you're, if you, I feel like if you're not familiar with Heroes for Hire, then the odds of you probably mm-hmm. hearing of him is like slim to none, yeah. unfortunately. Question for you in the panel, are we assuming though that they're going to, how are they excusing away the old Mandarin, basically? Are they saying like, oh, that was a copy, that wasn't the real Mandarin, blah, 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 or are they just like redoing it and hoping well, that the they old... kind of forget? What were we going to say, Trump? was always a plant anyway, so that, yeah. I think it's, but I guess it's more, um, I forget the character's name. Uh, you know, there was a one, I, just to add, there was a, one, a Marvel one-shot where um, I th- I believe that they referred to the character again as something that will show up in the future. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
So there's I think that. The only weird um, thing that they might have to call it back to is like when Aldrich Killian does his big thing, like I'm the Mandarin, and I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> don't even get me like, started with that me, nonsense. To me, that's more, that's worse than whatever, like the Trevor Slattery stuff, because I still like as much as I'm, I like to do it mostly just to troll. AC, I actually mm-hmm. still really enjoy Ben Kingsley in that, in that role. I thought he was hilarious. Mm. Had a real mm. best being like Ben Kingsley, and they wasted his ass. So what, I don't what know. A, he, he he played multiple. He played a menacing character moving to a drunk fool. I I think that's mm-hmm. range, man. Yeah, all right. I mean, if you say so, brother. If you say so. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've been reading Shang Chi, and to Stephanie's point, uh, Misty Knight and, and Colleen Wing. Those were some fun interactions that I got to see in in those books. So, kind of seeing how they fit the Mandarin into that story is gonna be is gonna be very fun. Now, I know one of the things before we get to Thor, another movie that that was announced was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Can I actually ask one Shang Chi question? Oh, you go ahead. We move on. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, because well, I mean, we, we just talked about the internal speed uh, right before that. Is it safe to say this is almost like the, on the entire other side of the spectrum in terms of power? Because, oh, for like, sure. Because like, Shang-Chi is not a superhuman in any respect. Or at least, is, like, are there elements? He's not. Mm-mm. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So, my general question is, uh, what is the risk of him being hawk-eyed? I hope not, uh, not high, but I mean, it's there. Right. It's always, but I like, I just hope that they don't do that because, I mean, it's not like he's incapable. And if Iron mm-hmm. Fist didn't have, you know, the, the, the powers that he had, he, he would essentially be him. So right. okay. um, I'm actually interested, though, that you bring that up because that's part of the reason why I felt they left the Netflix series separate from the MCU just because that power level was so different. Yeah, so, yeah, and there's just such a disparity. Yeah. Like they, it was like always to tell like a more grounded story. Even though Luke Cage really could have held his own with everyone else too, but that's I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm actually, but I am interested to see how they're going to like kind of fit that in since they're introducing the the Eternals. Yeah, I, I think all of that stuff is uh, like in general. I I do think the MCU did need to, and you could kind of tell just by the way that they rolled this out. That they needed something fresh for us, and I think with what happened in Endgame, it opened the door for these sorts of things to happen. So we get more of the cosmic side of the of the MCU and and different aspects of Shang Chi, more of the ground element of the MCU. So that stuff is going to be really interesting. And so now we're going to get to Doctor Strange, and and, th- and what's funny is. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness ties in with the Disney Plus series uh, WandaVision, which is going to be released before that movie. And it seems like there's going to be a lot of stuff going on there. So we're going to see. Wait, why? (laughs) Wait, why are you booing? Because, like, screw screw TV series having anything to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> but it's with the I same... I hate that. It's, but, it's, but it's with our same... It's with our people. And yeah, it's literally with, like, it. the D-list... It's the D-list of the Marvel Universe, right? Because it's Hawkeye and Vision <laughs> and Wanda. I'm good. <laughs> Wanda's the only, powerful. like... Wanda has Wanda's powers, mad powerful man. and also, yeah. like... No. Well, that's something hella rude to say, and I'm keeping it to myself. Let's just uh, let's just agree that if you don't watch those, then if you ask questions about them for context, I won't answer. We won't answer the questions. 
Ooh, I'm going to ask all the questions that I can Google myself. <laughs> Actually, the only reason I interrupted is because I had to go and I wanted to drop my Thor love and basketball joke before I went. Boom. 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 Right? Nobody else thought of that when they were like, love and thunder. Boom. And I was like, oh, no. Thor was finally a badass. And then all of a sudden you're going to like make it into a love story again. I don't know. I didn't watch the comic, the panel at all. So I'm <laughs> totally blind here. <laughs> but <laughs> Wait, do you I, know, do you know like anything about the movie at all? Because like we should at least drop it on you before you hop off. Me? Yeah. Do you know like anything about the movie at all? Literally nothing. I was only dialing in to hear you what you guys have to Thor say about is. everything. Who's the new Thor? <laughs> Someone tell her. They're the storyline of love and uh, thunder is that it's unclear how it's going to be done in the movie, but uh, Jane Foster takes up on the mantle of Thor. Natalie Portman. Jane Foster has. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly the reaction I expected. Yep. So she's about to black swan me. Chris Hemsworth into that position. Bro, yeah, I'm happen. Israeli, so I really want to be like. Oh yeah, Natalie Portman's the best, but <laughs> yo, yo, this is so rude. You guys can't drop news on me like that. I mean, you everyone <laughs> say the soundbite when like this is tweeting out. She's watching Thor: Love and Thunder yo, for she, like the sixtieth time. Jerome, she really I'll do my homework. Jerome, yeah. she really was in the quantum realm, man. I know. I know. Y'all, I've been out, out, and you guys texted me all the things, and I was driving, and I don't text and drive like nobody should. Mm-hmm. So I got no, back, no and I was should. like, it's too much to catch up on. So I'm like, that's okay. Like, I'll catch up before the pod. And little did I know, I did yeah. not. Wow, that was some you're, news. You're well, definitely anyways. the person who just came back and like crashed into the marching band during like the high school basketball game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. What up, Lit? I'm what? What's his name? What's his name? I'm Scott Lang. Literally, when he comes back after the blip crazy or before yeah. the blip you know what i'm talking about who cares whatever anyways have a great pod <laughs> love you guys and you. uh jane foster motherfucker okay bye so we were we were talking about dr strange and and yeah. uh, wandavision and how those things fit in i personally am looking forward to that because we get to see uh wanda's uh reality bending powers mm-hmm. as opposed to what we've seen so far and i think they're gonna play into that in the series so so stephanie what are you thinking in terms of uh what we're expecting i know you mentioned house of m house of m is a very famous comic book storyline uh in marvel uh i know you would like to see it i would like to see it as well if you if you had to describe house of m uh in in a couple of sentences what would you say mess uh, <laughs> it just is what it is. <laughs> it's a straight up mess. I mean, I mean that in the best way though, because Wanda literally she gives Luke Cage Shamar more braids from Diary of That Black Woman. That's what that is. Um, like she tries to give everyone the things that they desire the most, but it ends uh, up being, of course, terrible because you know, for instance, like Spider Man, when never dies, they actually get married and have a child. So it gets really messy. I am looking forward to it because this is an excellent way for them to bring the X-Men to the Marvel, um, to the MCU. And I'm wondering if they're going to like sneak them in that way. Like maybe not actually show mm-hmm. this physical X-Men, but at least that could be a stinger, Easter egg, whatever. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm actually even looking, for Wanda, uh, looking forward to WandaVision just mm-hmm. because Wanda and Vision's relationship is also messed. Like that's, marvel's vh1 couple 
Like yeah. if they had a love and hip hop, whatever, or mm-hmm. love and hate, Wanda <laughs> and the vision would be in that. And I think I'm really just more excited because we're getting a grown Monica Rambeau, and that's when I lost. Yeah, it. that's when I lost it. That's when I like put my uh, switch down, and I was just like, you know what? I guess I'm I guess I'm not to you know waste three hours fooling around with um, Marvel and this um, SDC um, SDCC nonsense because. I'm getting Monica Rambeau, a grown Monica Rambeau. I almost screamed. Now, I'm wondering how they're going to fit her into Wanda and Vision's story. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here for whatever they decide to do. Yep. I hope Mon- Mona Scott Young is yeah. being uh, talked to for this. <laughs> Mona Scott Young. Yes, because I need all the mess. Because this, <laughs> this is essentially what it is. Oh, man. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, as far as, like... And see, what I was thinking in terms of, of Doctor Strange overall is, like, there is so much with that character from its first movie mm-hmm. that you're including Wanda into it. And we we haven't seen Mordo. I'm looking forward to seeing Mordo after what we saw at the end of Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. And yeah. It's supposed to be uh, the first horror movie, they claim, of the MCU. Yeah. yeah. I'm and, looking forward to that. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Especially because the guy who directed Doctor Strange is a horror movie director, so it's not like it's yeah. a stretch. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the, the villain of the movie is a nightmare. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and can I say why I'm excited for WandaVision? Uh, of because, course. Uh, because I, there's a possibility that the question I've been asking about Vision for a very long time might be answered. <laughs> or might get some more information yeah. on it. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not saying, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that they're going to answer it. But they can allude, you know, th- th- I'm going to be able to get more yes. information. You know what I mean? And so... Uh, <laughs> I any any more things I can live studio audience. Yeah, anything like, more I can add to my corkboard. <laughs> that or Hawkeye. I, f- I haven't figured out which one because I don't know if you like look because I spent just time looking at each title card and when I look at the Hawkeye one, I always feel like it says under like 8 p.m. on Wednesdays on ABC. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think Jeremy Renner is going to perform the theme song of it? Do you think he's going to he, uh, he's going to do the theme song? <laughs> have you guys heard any of his music? Have you guys heard any of Jimmy Renner's music? Oh, yes. I saw it on Deezus and Mero. Oh, my Lord. It, it is so uh, hilarious. It is. Heaven don't have a name. That's all actually, I you know what? Now I want that. So thanks a lot. Now I actually really, really want that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> conversion I'm being, I'm like, I, I, I'm being partially ironic, but also I think it would just be so yeah. great mm. if. Because this is the thing, like, my expectations for the Hawkeye series are super low. I'll, even though I'm not yeah. as, like, dismissive as Hawkeye as some other people nits. But, like, <laughs> I I have pretty low expectations for it. So, like, if they lean in at all to, like, pe- the fact that Hawkeye is a punching bag on the internet, then I think that that's a win. Um, yeah. That's fair. I, oh, I just also want to, like, uh, cut in between just because I know we're, like, about half an hour into this right now. And we're mm-hmm. covering, we've covered maybe, like a third of it Mm -hmm. um if you want like the quick version of it uh i would say in my research in like coming up to this pod i really just pulled up uh, steph's tweet where she has every one of the titles that are listed and she just has a yes sure (laughs) yes okay bitch (laughs) yes like that is your best way of breaking down like what you should really be looking forward to especially um like hawkeye uh in reference to that it's just as better be kate which totally true it better be here 
Yeah. Yeah, because like I'm not yeah. there for like um, mega, mega uh No, like they had, and then, and then they said it was supposed to go into more of his time as Ronan, and I'm just like, uh, no. We can finally get Ronan... an explanation for the haircut. Yeah, that <laughs> also like <laughs> he was being like, like kind of like. Trump supporter ish in that because he's just like <laughs> of all of all the people for you to like be going after after this blip or the snapshot or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you're still going after like the cartel and like the yakuza. Like there there aren't any like white supremacists or anything like that yeah. that are like wreaking havoc. I'm like also yeah, like the cartel and yakuza are like the classic old white boomer like bad guys. Right. Like <laughs> like if you at like. Like, I think that the cartel and the Yakuza are significantly, like, the the type of person who, like, Hawkeye in his normal life would never run into any trouble with the cartel or the Yakuza, but he's like, no, man, I gotta kill right. these people. It's like, yeah, yeah, there are plenty of bad white people around you, Hawkeye, but you gotta travel to Japan to, you know, kill a bunch of people. Also, I feel like his haircut definitely makes more sense now that I've heard his music. Like, I feel like if his music, yeah. like, his that haircut is his boy, his music sounds. Yeah, like one yeah, WandaVision and Doctor Strange as a whole like them working together is interesting mm-hmm. too. Uh at least from from what it seems that's uh, what's gonna happen. So and of course anytime you see multiverse in, in the title, you get a little I, more honestly, excited. When I read that title, I was I honestly read it as Doctor Strange, here you go, finally AC. We're really going to talk about the multiverse. <laughs> Let's do it. They, they pump fake us in uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I was so mad. Right, you, and I hate, you were mad? Yeah. Yeah, because, um, and I hate it that I didn't see it coming a mile away, but I was like, wait, so nobody asked any questions? Like, how did he get here? Any of that? Like, I'm sitting in the car after seeing the movie thinking about all did this Did you? Stuff. I'm like, wow, yeah, huh? I was talking about... Um, I was talking to a friend about it who watched Far From Home again, and he had mentioned that if you rewatch it, you will see Jake Gyllenhaal and his crew following Peter around. You do. In, yeah. Yeah, which is, that's yep. such a cool detail that you don't see ahead. Like, it's, I mean, it's upsetting, just like to your point, being uh, <laughs> fooled like that. <laughs> and like, full disclosure, um, Far From Home was actually the first. Um, MCU movie, MCU, uh, MCU movie. I've seen twice in theater, and the only mm. reason why is because I took my younger brother to see it because he didn't see it uh, when we, I initially went, and that was the first time I got like, oh wow, I can be a super nerd now and really pay attention to stuff that I did before. So, yeah, that's why I was like mad the first time because I'm like, they kind of telegraphed this and you did not, not pay attention. Yeah. yeah. As, yeah. a, as, a, as an aside, Steph, what did you think of that story uh, far from home, uh, closing out phase three? What were your thoughts um, on it? It was fine. I really enjoyed it when it was trying to be a John Hughes movie. I yeah. don't know how, yeah. And I don't yeah. know how I feel about the um, the Iron Man stuff. I don't, like, I feel like I don't want them to get weird with that, right? Because at the end, it was kind of like the reverse Iron Man that happened yeah. to Peter because, you know, Iron right. Man won. He revealed yeah, himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really well, hope um, they close the chapter on it. Like, this is like yeah. the closure, right? Like, I, I hope, hope it's so. not just uh, like the next movie. Just like, what do you think Tony would do here? Like that. I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. You know what's funny that you mentioned that Kevin Feige actually said that 
that Tony Stark, there's a ripple effect felt across the MCU um, right. with him being gone. So you'll there's going to be references to him. And I don't mm-hmm. know to what degree, but uh, there so are. I, I just hope it's like natural. Like I hope it's yeah. not just like every movie is taking its opportunity to do its like in memoriam for Tony Stark. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, but I, I mean, it, it's for the scale of what the character is, it has to have a ripple effect. So I totally understand right. that. Yeah. But I also want these characters to live independently of it at oh. some point, if not oh. sooner. Oh yeah, and another and another thing, Steph, that I wanted to ask you, like as far as the as far as us hearing about uh, Kree sleeper cells invasion stuff, how 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 interested are you in an invasion storyline and maybe a future Dark Avengers storyline? Um, I'm still on the fence about that. Okay. Uh, given like the slate that they've given so far, I think that that could really work and be like their next. I don't know. Maybe that could be the whole, you know, the Thanos thing, like the closing out of phase four or five or whatever, yeah. whatever they end up doing. But I'm, I'm getting more okay with that. Is what okay. I'm trying to get to because they're op- they're really opening up the universe, especially with that Blade announcement. So oh um, yes, we're gonna get to yeah. That. Okay, yeah. We're definitely gonna get to that and for also, sure. Like yeah, just, go ahead, I was thinking about it too. Um, because we haven't had the Fantastic Four in yet, we haven't had X Men in yet, mm-hmm. and where the MCU started because of how restricted it was. Like I'm talking like Phase One MCU. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you're kind of getting the G League. Like now we're finally getting to the league. Yeah, some that's ways. exciting you know, you know, as hell. Like you, you forget that because they did it so well. So like Iron Man suddenly became like that much more important. But I mean. Yeah, you're getting to this point now where you're really opening it up and they still have like so much more that they could be adding in and that's really dope. Yeah, there's major stories that are, are that are going to be told here that are that are really interesting. So the 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 final movie that was announced at at, at Comic-Con was uh, Thor: Love and Thunder uh, 2021. Obviously, we talked about Natalie Portman coming back. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. making jokes about how much money did they throw at her? Uh, to, to get her back into this, Jake, you had a take that you wanted. To I just don't think so much a take. It's like, yes, they threw a lot of money at her, but it's also like, look at the last few movies she's been in. Like, I don't think I think you're underestimating how much how like she didn't the, the money didn't need to be that good because it's not like she's been making. I don't think a so. Lo- like she like the last public movie she made, she made Annihilation, which people liked a lot, but didn't make that much money. Vox Lux, which mm-hmm. people liked a lot, which didn't make a lot of money. Uh, song to song, like this, she hasn't been in a successful movie in a very long time. So I think she's probably like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. one of those things where you gotta come back and cash check. Also, I think the fact that Thor Ragnarok was good, probably yeah, yeah, because like I really don't blame her for not coming back. After Thor: The Dark World, because uh, we all try to forget about the Ooh. Dark World, yeah, <laughs> and also because like um, the fact like she, there's a lot of people think that she left because they fired Patty Jenkins off of it, which is like you know. So I don't really blame her, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm ex- I'm actually excited to see her storyline um, because like although you know uh, Nit scoffed at it and I get it, um, I think that it would be yeah. it's interesting to bring back like as Thor's yeah. gotten so cosmic to bring back the character that grounded him to Earth, and then to have, like, because um, I, I, I'm not sure, 100% sure of, like, what this storyline's gonna end up being, but, correct me if I'm wrong, but the storyline of Love and Thunder is that, like, she gets, like, cancer and becomes, like, worthy of, 
like the th- time or something like that that she like is dying I or think, something like I that? think Thor I think Thor himself gets cancer in the in that story oh, okay. if I'm not mistaken so that, really? that, yeah I think that's right no I think that's right okay um Thor yeah I think that's right okay, I'm trying but, to like yeah. I'm checking right now because somebody got cancer and I think that that's I think that that's really <laughs> interesting on the heels of Endgame because I think that you wouldn't be able to do that unless you had the moment with Captain America where he grabs yeah. the hammer because like Obviously, we're told that you need to be worthy in order to grab it, but, like, I don't think it's... The idea of someone else wielding the hammer is not really conceivable until you see Cap do it. Um, right. Yeah, so... Well, Vision does it, too. Okay, right. I mean, I yeah, but I, I, yeah. I, I think Vision would be an exception because he's partially made of Thor's thunder is what I, you could chalk it up to. You know what I mean? That, right. like, guess what, guess what I mean is that you... But, it, like, isn't, isn't, like, being worthy more of character than anything else? Well, so... yeah, no, but what I'm saying is that, like, um... We've never before Captain America. We never saw someone who wasn't worthy and then became worthy, like right. a, a fair, human fair. being, just really yeah. willed. And I think that that's something that established that it makes sense um, to see yes, Jane be yeah. able to at some point wield the hammer. You know what? Take that back. They might actually. So it was Jane who um, got breast oh, cancer. Oh, okay. All right, Jake. So right yeah, you were right, and I wonder if they'll. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they'll do that. that two ends they could um that's just with everything that happens with her with yeah the ether. yeah mm-hmm. okay. yeah so uh, so level of excitement for this movie on a on a on a one to ten steph what are you thinking um i'm at a 10 just because of taika right um yeah yeah I, oh, yeah, that's and honestly, it's that now it's gonna go down though if they pump fake us again with um you know this queer baiting and they don't really like make it gay because oh yeah yeah, yeah so I don't imagine <laughs> that they're gonna do like I think that's yeah I think it's so gonna be yeah. gay. it seems yeah. like that's been the intent the entire time yeah if anything like, if you look at like everything that was announced altogether like. The it's there's a very obvious push toward representation. I mean, also t- you heard yeah. what Tessa Thompson said. Yeah. She said, uh... um, "I think first of all, uh, as king, as new king, she needs to find her queen. So that would be, uh, you know, yeah." yeah. My ears are wide open when she said that. I said, okay, sis, I will be... Uh, Two will tickets be for Thor Love and Thunder, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to it. Again, like, they they caught me off guard. I was expecting all these announcements to be at, like, maybe a 6. It was at a 20. And mm-hmm. my whole Saturday night was a wash. I stayed up till like, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning like an idiot just... <laughs> like reading everything and same things nerding out <laughs> yep basically basically that's what it was like uh yeah that's gonna be interesting for for thor's character going forward and and since we don't since we know that guardians 3 is not going to be till a little bit later because james gunn's still doing suicide squad um mm-hmm. so that that'll be interesting to see what story uh what other stories for for thor they're going to do in this in this film as well that may lead him back to the guardians if if he continues on that journey with them. So that, that, that part of it is fascinating. And of course, yeah, Valkyrie and, and, and shout out to Korg. Hopefully you get more. My, Korg. my guy, yeah. Korg. I'm a big Korg guy. I mean, that's, Korg. that's, that's, that's one of the running bits is that I'm a big Korg guy. Yeah. We love Korg. Korg is, Korg is an awesome character, man. Hey, you gotta love that guy. Gotta love that guy for sure. So what's, what, what's funny is 
So we've gone through these movies, and before we get to the Dis- Disney Plus series, um, we did get We're the. We're not talking about Black Widow at all. That's what. That's what I was. That's oh, what okay. I was about My to bad. get to right now. Um, so Black Widow is going to be the first film that comes out in Phase Four next May, right. and uh, no. The only, the only one, I'm still staring at that graphic, the only one that elicited zero response from Steph. <laughs> like, no, too little, too you. late. <laughs> and I, um, mm-hmm. and then, like, we've gotten so many Black Widow-esque movies since mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. were asking for a Black Widow movie. Yeah. We got Lucy, we got um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Red At- Sparrow, Atomic another Blondes. one that dropped this year. Yeah, Atomic Blonde. Well, Atomic Blonde was dope. It was dope. So I mean, the plot didn't yeah. make any sense, but I enjoyed it. No. Yeah. But it was yeah. beautiful to look at. Yeah. But we've like gotten so many of these Black Widow esque movies since we were originally asking for her to have a solo. It's kind of yeah. like I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And then this is supposed to be um, pre Thanos, right? Yeah. Is that my uh, yeah between between Civil War and Infinity War? Correct. Yeah, I do not care. Right. Um, it, it, I actually looks like... would. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like this movie is a vehicle to introduce the new Black Widow, and that's what it looks like uh, from so. uh, from from uh, e- everything to me. I think Florence Pugh is uh, playing uh, Yelena. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that part is interesting. We I mean, I'm mostly little... just excited that Rachel Vice is in it, but that's the personal thing. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and then um. And then Taskmaster as the villain that intrigues me a little bit. I want to yeah. see how they how how he's done. Um, that fascinates me. And also, well, oh, we may get a little bit of the uh, Budapest ex- explanation with Hawkeye, apparently. Right. So, so at least we'll get a little bit of closure to that. But like beyond that, it, it, that's the the whole timeline situation does create a little bit of a. Eh, did we really need this? I don't know. Yeah, they really should like, have given really it us years have ago. To bring it. I feel like this probably under different circumstances would have been part of the Disney Plus, uh, like uh, category of things. But yeah. I think it would have caused an uproar if they didn't give her a standalone film. True. True. That's I think that. But um, I don't know, like things that could be like at least could be hopeful for it. Um, for a lot of people, uh, what they're favorite mcu film is uh captain america winter soldier and this might be able to kind of like fall back into that kind of spy thriller type genre of uh movie so there's potential that way at least like in being kind of like more of its own genre film um because yeah i think it needs to lean into that if it's going to be good like if it doesn't lean into that it's not gonna be good right because we're like going so far into like the cosmic side and the Mm -hmm. space side that uh yeah this gives an opportunity of having like one grounded film that could could be fun on its own i don't know how much i'm going to feel it contributing to like the larger universe just because black widow by the end of it like of course makes the big sacrifice there but you're not really looking at black widow as being like a top tier member just on the fact that it's a human and not a like fully powered being but yeah, like the one, the one thing, the one thing that I hope is that it's not just the introduction to the new Black Widow. Mm-hmm. That there mm-hmm. is a future, a future storyline being woven together that nobody knows about that this movie has an effect on in the future, yeah. at least ground wise. It's also sneakily they want to start, you know, dropping in Easter eggs for uh, New Avengers. 
Because, like, we need sure. young blood, too, because we haven't right. really gotten that yet. But that's a chance for them to do that with um, Jeremy Whitley's uh, The Wasp, uh, Nadia, because she, um, like, grew up in the Red Room. So if they were to make any reference to that or right. just something, I mean, it's a way for them to kind of, like, get her in there if they want to, because, like, we do need some new Avengers. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, um... <laughs> Like, I hope that Phase 5 or whatever, like, they still have D23, but, like, we do need some new folks as well. Like, I'm happy for all of the, what we've gotten so far, but let's get some of the the champions and let's get some of the new people in here, too. Yeah, Yeah. definitely looking forward to that My number one hope uh, with Black Widow is just that Scarlett Johansson (laughs) doesn't say too many problematic things on the press tour. That's really it. Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) Along the way. Yeah, that's true. Wait. God. Based on this with flashbacks, are we going to get a black widow with a Russian accent for a bit? Oh, well, maybe. You're asking, that's asking too much of Scarlet. I, I, <laughs> it's an opportunity. Um, also, yeah, I mean, I might as well, like, we might as well mention it. Uh, David Harbour is in it, yeah. too, playing the Red Guardian. Could just be a fun character. That's yeah. 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 Good for him. One of the more like, surprising blow-ups right. in Hollywood recently <laughs> that he's become really mm-hmm. famous. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. So, like, before we move to the Disney Plus stuff, I do want to mention, do want to mention that the that the final mic drop before uh, Marvel's panel concluded was the announcement of Mahershala Ali playing Blade. And I think that pretty much stunned everybody. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's really, really excited mm-hmm. about uh, the potential. Was there ever a plan for Blade? Character. I'm like really curious because I know there's I that little... Well, I don't think I so. The way Kevin so. Feige talked about it, it so. didn't think he. it didn't seem like... Yeah, it didn't seem right? like there was. Well, yeah, because Mahershala just like came Mahershala. in and was like, I want to play Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Which, like, if that's really true, that's... That's also just such a flex. I mean, it's also like, like, uh, we didn't talk about it with Chang-Chi, but you know the guy, uh, what is it, uh, Simu Liu? Is that how I'm pronouncing it? Yeah. That he tweeted at Marvel uh, that he wanted to meet about Chang-Chi? I mean... Canadian-born, Yeah, huge win for Asian-Canadians, Jerome. Yes, yes, yes. What did summer we're having? (laughs) (laughs) I love Kim's convenience, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. So like like in general like that's that's very exciting because then you can there's so much stuff and I know there's the joke was joke so the much. joke the joke was going around that uh the best thing that we could potentially see from Blade is him uh killing Jared Leto's Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless as much it may be gratifying but then that acknowledges Jared Leto's Morbius. I don't want that. Like, I just don't want <laughs> fair point <laughs> but you know with, with regard to Blade like Blade to me is just like the kind of example of a Marvel film that could be super fun and doesn't at all really need to be like super connected with MCU mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it could be a it standalone story for sure yeah like it's gonna be interesting like where a like well in the comics, like, where does Blade ever stand in terms of, like, these larger stories? Like, as He's just far, like, always kind of there. Right, okay, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I was actually, I was, no, that's a serious question, though, because, like, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, he just always seems to pop up. Like, there is, he, like, randomly pops up in uh, Black Panther during the, um, it's not the pre, it's the Reginald Hutland run just before uh, the sham of a marriage happened. Mm-hmm. And there are... <laughs> Vampires attacking New Orleans. So Monica Rambeau 
Joe shows up. I think Luke Cage is there. Um, Black Panther, of course, and then also Blade. And like, right? Well, like if it's vampires, really fun. Blade has to show up, right? Yeah. No, but like it was just really fun because Monica yeah. was essentially the star of that because she is like literally light. So it mm. was just it was really cool. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I like that they're introducing these ground level quote unquote heroes or whatever because um, it just provides a different like because we don't always need high stakes. Like the world doesn't always have to be ending. That's what I'm too far from home. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, it's a um, great grounded story. A great potential for grounded stories there. And I'm just curious, like, because I mean, you mentioned that story, and I'm wondering, like, does Blade even consider getting involved if there aren't vampires? I, Blade is about his money. Okay. <laughs> I was okay. trying to pull the. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was trying, no, it's Moon Knight. He actually owed money to. I was trying to. Pull, I was trying to find that uh, comic issue. I got pulled that from, but. Um, there's just some really cool things that can happen. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to it. But no, Blade is just, you know, he, he's there when you need him, but he's not there if they're like going against like a Thanos because he has more sense than that. I just imagine they're right. like going against a Thanos. <laughs> they're going against a Thanos and he looks over at Captain America's like, you said there'll be vampires. <laughs> so you're saying blade is the new wong like he's just gonna check out (laughs) the next adventure film hey i'm here for that if he is that's funny oh man that's really good stuff there and so okay so we'll finally move to the to the main disney plus stuff uh Mm -hmm. so the first thing we're gonna get um is falcon and the winter soldier the Mm -hmm. the new captain america falcon and and the winter soldier no. Mm. <laughs> I don't That's like cool. Anthony Mackie. <laughs> oh, you don't like him, period. No, like, it's I just because he went to a private school. No, I just, <laughs> he said some, like, <laughs> <laughs> like some jackass things, some homophobic things. And even oh, before then, like, I just, yeah, and even before then, like, he just, um, I don't know. Like sometimes you just don't like an actor for whatever petty reason, and he's just mm-hmm. one of those that's on my that's list, fair. and. Yeah, like if it was anyone else, I would probably be like through the roof. But it's him. I'm just kind of like, Cap, you really could have gave that show to Bucky. I would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> what's it? What's interesting about this this story is it seems like a continuation of of Captain America's story from uh, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier and Civil mm-hmm. War because we're bringing Zemo back, we're bringing Agent Thirteen back. So that that whole uh, government angle is it should be it should be interesting and I'm not sure I think the story is along the lines of the government the, wants a new Captain America so they make their own and and I guess uh, Bucky and and uh, Sam are supposed to try and stop him and how Zemo gets involved mm-hmm. and they showed Zemo with the mask uh, earlier yeah. today I saw Daniel Brawl post that so that's interesting I'd nice to see nice to see Zemo in a mask um, that sounds very Nick Spinch Spencerist, uh, like his uh, Sam Wilson cap run. It's not specifically that, but it sounds like they might pull from that a little bit, which um, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I think it's supposed to be six. Yeah, it's supposed to be six episodes. Uh, yeah, that's actually yeah. Um, you mentioned that, and that's the part when it comes to any of the Disney Plus shows that I'm really curious about is just how long of a run each of these shows go for. Yeah, because uh, because with Disney Plus added on top of everything else, like I will admit, um, like I don't feel as strongly as Nits, but like it is a lot to take in 
even if it's at the for the reasoning of it connecting back into larger film universe right yeah. and so like if you're saying like these are going to be like limited series that give you kind of like a contained story but like maybe spends a little more time because it is a television show like yeah i i can get i can get on with that but uh, i think it's just because in my mind i'm thinking of like agents of shield that just went on right and 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 that's the case and like it the it reason never I'm not, worth it. the reason i'm not actually worried about that is just because there's no way that they could get the actors for long enough to do something like that. Like, it just you That's can't get Anthony point. Mackie yeah. and Sebastian exactly. Stan for more than six episodes. So, like, I don't think mm-hmm. that there's any real worry about it. Them overstaying their welcome too much. A bit, maybe some of the shows mm-hmm. could, like with like the less successful actors on them. But with like Captain America, I mean, with uh, yeah. that one, with and I think with Even WandaVision, it's Loki, Hiddleston, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's fair. And it's and listen. The conversation is fair, Jerome. It really yeah, yeah, is definitely. because yeah, because I mean, if you consider what the issues are were the net the with the Netflix shows, and we've talked about it on the show, uh, mm-hmm. as far as length and kind of trying to uh, figure out when a story should stop. You saw what they did to Iron Fist in season two; they cut it three episodes, and while it was uh, marginally better. Listen, there's just an there's just an issue where you feel like things are stopping at a certain point, and I think that was the problem with all of them. The only yeah. thing that I saw was uh, Daredevil season three just being on another level, as opposed to the. It was good, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, it was really enjoyable. I, you mentioned Netflix series, and I remember joking with a friend uh, about how. Um, Early on, they made some attempts to like at least connect to the film universe, and I just remember in like season one of other films, like, oh yeah, like when New York happened, and they were just mentioning it like this, <laughs> but like there was no real, like no character was ever going to show up, nothing like remotely close in that scale would happen, but it just like nothing's been the same since New York, <laughs> and that was it. I know. I know. It's almost like Marvel TV was just desperately trying, looking for a handout, and Marvel yeah, Studios yeah, was yeah. just like, no, we don't like you. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. What... the production value is going to be. Oh, like... it has to be great if Marvel Studios yeah. is involved. If Feige's putting his hands in the in the project. Uh, yeah, I and, imagine. And this is like the flagship thing for Disney Plus. Like, beyond the stuff True. that they already... Like, obviously it's going to have all, like, the Disney movies, but... I think that and the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and yeah, this, this and Star Wars are the two flagship series that are gonna make that are gonna make they're or break. banking on these working. Yeah, out. yeah. So that I, they're gonna pour a ton of money into them, especially because as a subscription service, like they are able to because there's not like they don't have to like funnel money through ads. It's like they're just getting the money mm-hmm. straight, unfiltered, uncut into their veins. So I mean, uh, the first sign is they get the actual actors playing their roles, yeah, reprising exactly. the roles. Right. Yes, yeah. that matters. Yeah. That matters for sure. All right, so. Moving on to Loki, and Loki, I don't know how I feel about it. I just don't uh, care don't that much. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> how many episodes is it going to be, AC? That, see, that one I don't know. I don't know if all of these are going to run six uh, six apiece. I'm not sure exactly, but I think after seeing... Just what's the, the end goal? Okay. Yeah, like, uh, after seeing what happened in Endgame with him running off with a Tesseract in, yeah. the, in the 2012 storyline, um, I'm not sure exactly what to expect. It just, it basically, the description is, he appears in random uh, moments in time and creates chaos. So I, sure. I'm not sure. You know so what like, I think of? Joanne the Scammer, and I know they're not going <laughs> to do that, but I just... <laughs> 
Like, I just think of that. I just think of Loki popping up, scamming, and disappearing. Yeah, no no pun intended, but what's the actual end game? you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that... Is there yeah. any yeah. shot? Like, they don't mention it, but it's going to somehow link back to Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Probably. No. I'm, yeah, this is the That's one I'm least interested in, just because... <laughs> One, I don't. I've never been a big fan of Loki. Two, I think Tom Hiddleston right. is a pretentious ass. And three, it has <laughs> nothing to do. It's at, in a different timeline, so like, right. I'm gonna watch right. it because you know I do this podcast and I'd be irresponsible not to. But like, I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna enjoy it. I I, I definitely am not like. Is there re- really looking forward to it? Is there actual footage of this getting announced at um at Comic Con? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, I think, yeah, that that was... Like, how was the fanfare? Because I remember, like, remember when Loki was, like, the shit? And, like, he was the best Marvel villain, and mm-hmm. then he would show up to Comic-Con and everyone would lose it? Like, did when this happened here, was it just like, oh, yeah. That's like, a good... It was like the, oh, yeah. It was nothing like when they introduced him as, like, when he came out in the Loki Fools. Right, know, right. It was not that at all. Yeah, they should just make, like, a, like a, just a whole compilation of just Loki <laughs> through the years. <laughs> <laughs> like... That's funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I just don't I just don't know. So I mean it's a it's a matter of one of those things where you wonder if that it'll just be that and maybe they'll close out his story there and I personally wouldn't mind if they just close it out. And, uh, I think Thor it's I think been Thor closed. Is, yeah, it's been, yeah, but yeah, but that's the point. It's been had, closed. I, they reopened yeah. it. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I will I we'll have to see We'll have to see what it turns out uh, to be. Now, one of the mm-hmm. other projects uh, on Disney Plus is the What If animated series. This is the one I'm actually Ooh, most excited about. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I can't this wait. is the one I actually am interested in. So, um, so just because are great. Right. What if? Yeah. Well, like, and it's also this thing of, um, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe had been, done such a great job of putting together like almost a true to form uh representation of the comics or like the stories but uh i would definitely say like more hardcore fans who are just familiar with all the material probably are craving for like either different storylines or different Mm -hmm. versions of things that happen and like what if is really just that opportunity where it's like you don't have to be held to canon and like at least canon and mcu (laughs) so uh this is like and it's animated. This one's animated, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. So then, um, it, and it's gonna be interesting that way, like, uh, because, I mean, I remember the old like Marvel animated stuff that I used to really love, and like this is like one of those opportunities where I think like you can just like enjoy it, enjoy it independently of anything, and not think about it. Like the other right. ones, um, I think with any one of these other, I'm probably not Loki or. Hawkeye, <laughs> but uh, like the like the other ones, like you at least will have some sort of active kind of uh, um, following to just see how it's going to fit in. Whereas, what if is really just like independent stories? It sounds like that you can enjoy, and yeah, it's gonna like, be cool. Like one of them was uh, Peggy Carter taking the Super Soldier Serum. That mm. that that's an interesting one. Steve Rogers becoming Iron Man. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those, those things I, I have genuine interest in. I know it, me and Jake have talked about this. It's cool that they're bringing, uh, actual MCU actors to do the voices. So, yep. yeah, cause it would really be annoying 
Like I don't, I it would. The only thing is, if it didn't have the actual actors doing it, it would feel second rate in a way that I don't think it can. Like it would feel like a. T- it would feel like on the Agents of Shield tier, where I don't think that they yeah. want any of the Disney Plus stuff to be like that. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's very. That's a very fair point. And. Yeah, I'm just excited for for just something new and something that you don't necessarily have to think of on a larger scale. Uh, they do also. Act- yeah, uh, coming off of multi uh, like Spider Verse, I'm right. really interested in what the animation style is going to be. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Like how that's it looks. Point. Like that that part. Like, I mean, obviously, because that was Sony. Like, it's not necessarily related in any way, but yeah. just the idea, like the potential, because with animation, you could really just paint them whatever way you want to and i just want to see what they do with it you know what they should do too maybe um since it is an anthology just different animation styles to fit whatever story that i would i would totally be there for that too Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm for that yeah i i think i think this uh, this has a chance to to be very good just because of the the lack of lack of stakes in a sense stakes in a sense and i think Mm -hmm. Yeah, to what you guys said earlier. So I feel like, it has the most geek out potential of all the mm-hmm. um, of all oh, the yeah. Disney Plus stuff. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, for sure. So just to just to close out uh, before we get out of here, I know Kevin Feige did not allude to these things um, in detail, but I'm sure maybe we'll hear about some of these things more in D23. He did say that we're getting Black Panther two, of course. We're getting Captain uh-huh. Marvel two and and Guardians three. Uh, I'm very curious about where Black Panther Two goes in in terms of its story, and and I know Steph, you and I'm I both feel like Shuri Shuri <laughs> should just put Shuri should just get the suit. I would just love a, a brother sister battle, and that would be just so so fun if they get to that in the future, and her taking on the the mantle. I would, you know what? Because they are introducing the Fantastic Four. Um, we have Black Panther 2 and um, the fact that the X-Men could be announced, you know, yeah. going to mm-hmm. be recast and stuff. I'm actually kind of hoping for a Doom War. I know that the chances of that happening is like next to nil, but it would be We need Dr. Doom in our way. lives. <laughs> we do. So I'm hoping in a way that like whatever Black Panther 2 ends up doing ends up introducing Doom in some kind of way. Because that is a great way to bring together um, Black Panther, the Fantastic Four, and also right. maybe introduce um, Neymar. I don't know if they have the rights to that. I think it's weird or something, but there's just so much potential that they, so many directions they can go with Black Panther 2 that would help open up the universe even more. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm excited. So I don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing. I just, sure in the suit. That's all I need. Everything else, do do what you will. I don't care, but right. um, I really want Doom like badly. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Doctor Doom is one of the greatest villains of all time. It's right yeah. up there. So, hey, you and want Marvel to could use good villains. Yeah, like MCU could use good killing villains. Them. Yeah, yeah, stop yeah. killing them off. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, what, what, is Mysterio dead? Or like, I don't think he is. Stopped. I really okay. don't I think, think he so is. Either. Yeah, okay. I really don't think he is. I think that was just a. Definite fake out for for sure, and I just have. I just don't trust Jake Gyllenhaal as a person now. Like it's gone that far. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So so what about you? What about you, Jake? In in terms of those other movies, is there anything that you're looking for in Captain Marvel two, Guardians um, three, or Black yeah, Panther with 2? Captain Marvel two, I'm looking to see you know 
just I want to. I'm wondering what tack they're gonna take with it. Is it gonna be a complete like cosmic, uh, like off Earth film? Is it gonna be about like a time she has to return to Earth? What haircut is she gonna have? You know, I have a lot of questions. And uh, yep. And I'm yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to see when those get announced. And uh, but it, it's pretty. It's cool to see like that they have so many different characters they can introduce that they can set out a whole phase four without having the having to make sequels to the films that have made, like, a ton of money in the last year and year and a half, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm not, like, mm-hmm. and I want, like, X-Men and Fantastic Four, but, like, it's not like I'm chomping at the bit. It's not like I'm like, oh, no, they're running out of ideas now because, like, shit, you know. No, they don't need to rush exactly. it. Exactly. Pretty clearly um, no. they don't need to rush it with the way that they've yeah. uh, gone about this. Uh, how about you, Jerome? Um, no, I'm really excited uh, in a lot of ways because I just don't know. Like, I, I mentioned it every time ever since basically Infinity War or even and definitely Endgame, but... I'm just excited that I don't know what's going to happen. I don't really have a good frame of reference for uh, a bunch of these characters. And um, even looking at the lineup, there's no real connection that you can see yet between them. In the way that like we were like very set because we had the Infinity Stones yeah. in the last one, Like there's nothing that's established quite yet. And I don't even know when I want them to start making that connecting line. Like Maybe I just want these to be like, pretty like they all exist obviously in the same universe and we'll acknowledge that but like they kind of just work as their own independent stories that maybe when you look at them years afterward you realize okay that's where it connected but it wasn't so obvious from the start so yeah um so yeah i'm just really excited and now i'm like more than ever for most of these these, uh disney plus stuff like i just want them to be sitcoms i don't like i just want it (laughs) to be like like a boy meets world type or like any just <laughs> anything <laughs> that goes world. down Shout that way. boy meets world yeah um but yeah especially just because like some of these i'm like i don't take them seriously when they are serious so might as well not right. just be serious yeah, at all true yeah i do hope yeah. that all the tv shows are generally less serious because i think the tv mm-hmm. as a whole is just a harder medium to create drama and i think that you and when you have more time with the characters, I think it in- inherently needs to be lighter because I think that's some of the problems with like that's Jessica fair. Jones, for example, is that like it just yeah. gets so maudlin that it stops in its tracks. And so I want to have some you know mm. good banter and interplay with like Cap. I mean, with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, etc. Yeah, yeah, mm. all all of that is very fair. Uh, Steph, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, Avengers Endgame and what you thought of that as the closeout to the to the storyline itself that's been happening since 2008. What did you think of that movie? What did you think of its execution? Um, they really could have, uh, I don't know, like shaved down some things and gave us Infinity World, World uh, War and Endgame in the same movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, I get, like, I see how Endgame kind of either tied up some loose ends or whatever but some of it just felt kind of bloated and like marvel okay. kind of like sucking their Wait. own dick when they kept going back and like <laughs> right. back to the first <laughs> avengers movie it's like hey look at this cool thing we did so i mean it was um, fun I'm like i didn't hate Steph, it been, but yeah uh-huh. yeah no i was just, like just because you mentioned it like i mentioned on previous pods but i felt like endgame oh won't really hold up as well as long oh, like especially for the go- like going back in Absolutely time stuff mm-hmm. um, it's not gonna hold up at all right uh, yeah because 
like the opening right when they go and they uh just pretty much beat up Thanos like I don't think that was supposed to be funny but that was funny I was cracking up in the theater I was high but I was cracking up in the theater when that happened because um yeah it's just um it was too long I understand why it was that long but I feel like if they would have had a tighter close if they would have found a way to put Endgame and Infinity War in the same movie. I don't know how they would have done that, but there's some things that could have been trimmed that we didn't necessarily need. I get why they included it, but I don't know. It's just I feel, I feel like I'm going to be watching it 10 years from now. I'm going to be like, cut this off. I feel, <laughs> I feel like it, I feel like it's safe to say that Infinity War was better. I think overall it was just, yeah. it's just well I think made so too, and more tight. Oh, for sure. Every, everything was made from the beginning. You establish those relationships, uh, Thanos and the Guardians and Thanos and Gamora, uh, the stuff with Thor and Loki and Thor's kind of redemption from the, the start of the film to the end of it, like all that stuff. And they fit. They found a way to fit everybody in pretty cleanly in that mm-hmm. film. Um, Although I'll a, say the fan service in Endgame and the way that you want from Avengers film is just like ridiculous, which is why yeah. when it hits those yeah. highs, like that's yeah. where, where like basically every like so much of the end battle uh once it leads in like and the points with Mjolnir and all that like i don't know that any any marvel film has like given me like that sense of a high like of excitement just because like of the payoff there but to steph's point i think we could have gone to those points a lot sooner <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure um, all right, so I feel I feel like we've we've hit on on every note. So I think it's I think we could definitely wrap up here. Can we get uh, a mini Ultimate Alliance review? Because that's really oh what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you remind sure. me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's sick as hell. Um, that's pretty much like I'm talking about Crystal right. is sick. Uh, everybody is sick. Even Sandman is sick. So that right. wait, Sandman is sick because. Sandman is sick. And, and that's, that's up to him, though, because he can change the shape of his body. So he's like, yeah, I want to be fit. That's a choice. He that's wants choice. to be an IG model. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Sandman's practicing uh, self-love. Wait, are you sure um, that he's not just sitting on a counter in a certain way? I am. Not, no, he is sick, sick. But oh, it is so fun. Um, someone had made, a, like, if people were complaining about, uh, I think, Infinity War being uh, not friendly to people who were, like, new to the MCU or whatever, which doesn't really make any sense because I don't know why you would watch that. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but this is... But anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Preaching to the choir. Well, you know what? No, but it, they, it wasn't friendly. It wasn't ever meant to be friendly. That's basically right. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's necessarily fair to say for Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance because they kind of made that same, um, I guess, analogy for it. No, I feel like if you didn't watch the movies, you don't need to watch them. It's just a story. Um, they are the Infinity Stones are involved, but it's right. different. But um, no one so, be, would be saying that if the MCU didn't exist because there were two Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliances before, and the only people right. buying it were the people who were into it. So. Also, yeah. Who, yeah. like who really like obviously I like when I understand a game story, but I've never once been like, you know what, I don't, I can't follow what's going on. Like half the <laughs> games I played, right. like if you can look me in the eye and tell right. me that you can follow the storyline of like Kingdom Hearts two, I'll slap you in the face. You can't. So like clearly, <laughs> Jake, how much did knowing the story help your button mashing? Like <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't enhance it. But, like, the idea of, like, I've never been, yeah. like, 
I've never been like when a game says you need to collect these stones and never like, huh, I hate this game. I don't know why I have to collect these stones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's an excellent point. And I'm, I feel like if you cut the game on and you're just in for a ride for this story where they got to get these damn stones or Thanos is going to, you know, get yeah, rid of half I'm, of the universe. Exactly. So it's, um, um, it's fine. I'm maybe like 33% done. Um, okay. They introduced Elsa Bloodstone, which okay. I went up for because that's like a kind of a deep cut. And I also want to see her in the MCU. But actually, she could be in the MCU. And if they were wise, they would insert her somewhere in um, Doctor Strange. Uh, the Midnight Madness is not called that. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Midnight Madness is when they have a college right. basketball midnight game. Midnight Madness, is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All like, Doctor Strange the most needs to be released in a March. In, yeah. <laughs> but they can introduce her there, but um, I it's a 10 10 for me. Like, get it? The mm-hmm. camera is wonky sometimes, which I hate. Mm-hmm. But okay. other than that, like, it's a good time. If you're a Marvel fan, you're going to love it because you're getting everyone. Like, the X Men right. gets destroyed. So, there you have it. The right. X Men should never survives any Ultimate Alliances. Nope. That's, like, mm-hmm. It always gets destroyed. That's just a key <laughs> move. Um, th- that's like. Ultimate Alliance is actually one of my favorite barometers uh, now thinking about it because we have the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. When I mentioned earlier, I'm like, we haven't even put in put out our, like, A players yet in this uh, film universe. It's like, yeah, when I picked up my roster, when I play any Ultimate Alliance, I'm not picking some of these people. Like, nope. <laughs> so that's how I Definitely. know. That's how I know, like, we still don't have our best people in just yet. Um, <laughs> what's funny like my first roster I like tried to pick some of those people and that did not last long I was yeah. like oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> I was I always have Deadpool and Wolverine in my, on my team yep same <laughs> oh, Deadpool Deadpool is so dope and that's very yeah. sick in it. actually yeah. you know what Miles is A-plus. oh he's good okay oh, A plus yes oh yeah nice. yeah I can't wait to be talking about the OG Avengers like they were like the 50 Celtics. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like all of them are going to get in the Hall. Like we're going to be talking about, you know how like like the sixth man on those 50 Celtics teams is like in the Hall of Fame? That's going to be like Hawkeye. Uh, like we're going to talk about him like he's yeah. all-time great. <laughs> yeah, Listen, yeah. it's hard to argue. Hawkeye will, Hawkeye's plus minus is A1. Exactly. The dude always wins. Now, of yeah. course, if you look at his plus minus when he's not on the court at the same time as Iron Man, I mean – True. Yeah. <laughs> Very good point. Very good point, and that's and that's a good note to end on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie, want to thank you for joining us. It's such thank a pleasure you. having you on. We'll definitely have to get you back in the future. Um, yes, please. Yeah. Where 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 can we follow you, and where can we follow your work? All right. So you can follow me on Twitter at Steph underscore I underscore Will. Um, I talk about comics most of the time. Other times, it's it's a free for all. So good luck. Uh, you can find most of my written work on um, sci-fi.com, as the guys mentioned earlier. And uh, there's a comic book that I had a Kickstarter for, did not get fully funded. But we are actually um, going to just release issues. So okay. um, that is called Braxton Regenesis. And basically, it's just badass black woman who uh, is like John Wick times 10. So. Okay. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, but that's that's about where I am. Oh, and I'll be on YouTube soon on uh, the Beats, uh, Comic Beats uh, YouTube channel when they finally launch that. And I'll be talking about comics. I'll be talking about 
deeper dive so like your silver and golden age and also a bunch of 80s and early 90s comics uh the first episode is actually about uncanny x-men 143 which is kitty pride's first solo and it's got a xenomorph in it so okay oh well, yeah. congratulations on that and and, and best of luck success that's all that, that's awesome and i really i really have to say i enjoy your articles uh criticizing the hell out of xavier and they're they're so they're so good <laughs> oh, man. oh i gotta read these i, I gotta check yes, out these out. yeah I used to be a Batman slander account. I love Bruce, but um, I'm just targeting um, Xavier now because if I had to, like, ship my child off to somebody, it would be Bruce a hundred times over Xavier. Because he'll come back dead. That's a damning (laughs) statement right there. He'll come back dead as a bar. Oh, man. man. Uh, Jerome, Jerome, where can we follow you, brother? Uh, you can follow me at Black Dragon Roll, um, where I'm going to be diving deeper into my Boston Celtics analogy for the original. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm currently sitting on Tommy Heinsohn as being like the Hawkeye <laughs> of the situation. Just like got to survive through it all and kind of just enjoying his career. And we'll talk about the old days, like moving forward and his mm. upcoming Disney Plus series. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be the like the Homer of the uh, MCU, in my opinion. <laughs> That's just Spider Man. Now this Spider Man, he reminds me a lot of you know Bob Cousy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and that wonderful impersonation was from Jay Christie. Jake, where can we follow you, bro? You can follow me on Twitter at the Jay Christie. You can listen to my other podcast, Sorted History. Uh, this Marvel episode is coming out on Wednesday morning and on Wednesday afternoon, or maybe Wednesday night, depending on when I edit it. And we Sorted History about John Edwards is going to come out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, just listen to that and. Uh, Follow me if you enjoy. Uh, I don't you know. I, when someone asks me what I tweet about, and I'm like, that's that's a question that has a it's a very loaded question. Um, uh, there's no real good answer except, uh, you know, just the shit that I can't get out of my head. <laughs> and, and, and of course, you can follow me on Twitter at AC Spotlight Nine Five. Um, I'm always talking about Marvel, so that those are basically the majority of my tweets most of the time, um, if it's not NBA-related. And uh, this podcast, really looking forward to what we're doing. We're probably going to do another episode based off of this uh, whole thing uh, soon. Uh, we'll let y'all know about the guest uh, when we when we get it booked. But also on top of that, also follow Nitsan. Uh, shout out to her for, for joining us back from the quantum realm, at least for a little bit, at Nitsbluv. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter, and uh, yeah, check us out. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, pre- appreciate everybody for listening. Appreciate everybody for for engaging with us on social media. Um, it's been a pleasure, and we will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.